today on CityCast Madison. It's the Friday News Roundup, and the docket is especially full. Aurora Borealis stops by Madison, controversy erupts over a high-profile county job, and the upside of climate change, according to Senator Ron Johnson. Plus, you can help correct a misguided effort by the Madison Parking Utility that is wrong on multiple levels. Bianca Martin is off this week, but I'm joined by CityCast Madison head honcho Molly Stentz because it's Friday, April 28th. I'm Dylan Brogan, and here's what Madison's talking about. It's the Great Friday Roundup, and I'm here with Molly Stentz. How you doing, Molly? Hey, Dylan. Where's Bianca? She has the week off. I know. We miss her. She'll be back in a week. It's just the two of us. Just the two of us. I will not try to sing like Bianca. I promise. It is not my path in life. My path in life is a journalist. And also, it's apparently not my path in life to watch the Northern Lights, which happened Sunday night, Monday morning in Madison, all over town. And I missed them. Did you see them? I was so incredulous. I was like, Northern Lights, get out of here. You're not going to be able to see that. It's too, you know, we live in a city. You can't see it. Well, if you went by the lake, you totally could because there are a thousand pictures online. A lot of people knew, apparently, (laughs) including Kenton Fowler. My God, his photos were amazing online. And Barry Adams from the State Journal. I don't know if you saw. He had these just eerily luminescent photos and he was all over the place that dude went all night all over the place um had this really great story also with the links to the noah sites where you can actually track when it's coming because it was not on my radar i just totally slept through it i just didn't believe it was possible oh maybe you could see it okay but then (laughs) there were like dozens of people at picnic point and other spots and evidently there was quite the show Technology, Olin Park, um, Indian Lake. I want somebody to do a website, right? Like, there's those sites as mercuryandretrograde.com. Like, can't we just have auroranow.com? Like, you could just check it. (laughs) So, listeners, if you have a good way, if anybody out there has a good way to track and follow to actually, so I won't miss this, let us know. Madison at citycast.fm. Yeah, someone should make an app. Yes. Yes. I'm sure there is. Well, one thing that we didn't miss out on this week was all these happenings with uh, a Dane County job that uh, is going to be filled soon. An important job. Did you hear about this? We never miss out on controversy here at City Cast no, we don't. Madison. One thing is for sure. Yes. Anything positive, we might miss by accident. <laughs> but anything negative, we're all over it. Truth. And I Truth. wouldn't call this all negative, but there was, uh, yeah, just interesting. So Joe Parisi, the Dane County executive, he announced his new pick for Dane County Human Services, someone who is familiar, and that is Assembly Person Sheila Stubbs, who represents parts of Madison, the 77th District. What was ended up being very interesting about it was that, oh, okay, well, what happens to her assembly seat? Can you do both? Well, for a while there, uh, Representative Stubbs was really trying to hang on to both jobs, and it uh, doesn't look like it's quite going that way, though. I was trying to think, because I remember... Melissa Sargent, wasn't she on, she had two jobs, right? Wasn't she on county board and assembly? But that is no nothing 
Sheila Stubbs had two jobs for a while on the county board and in the assembly. And that does happen from time to time. There's nothing illegal about it. But this Dane County Human Services Director job, this is 800 employees you're managing. It's a $200 million budget. It's the biggest county department, right? It's got to be, yes. Uh, it, very high-level job. Uh, it pays very well. When uh, Sheila Stubbs was applying for it, she said she worked 80 hours a week in the assembly, and she still wanted to keep the job. Um, but what added even more spice to, I guess, uh, this appointment, or, or Joe Parisi's hire here, was that uh, Sheila Stubbs has a third job, too. She's a pastor and a co-founder of a church. And then there was this video that came out that was found by the Wisconsin State Journal and has since been deleted. And Sheila Stubbs has rallied her supporters, um, you know, pretty much all of this week about, I'm keeping both jobs. She said, God gave me the job. That's what she told her church. All I need is God's people to do is pray fast and believe with me. And, and, and I believe I will take this by force. So, you know, when you're applying for a job and you say you're going to take it by force, I mean, this still needs to be approved by the county board. I mean, I feel her, though, as someone who has worked many jobs at once in my life. Like, mm -hmm. I understand. I understand what that's like. But the thing I was curious was, like, when she said God gave her the job, but then Parisi gave her the job, what are we saying there? I, 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 I wasn't sure about that. What ended up happening was uh, we had Joe Parisi do an interview with Channel 3, and he was like, no. Actually, Stubbs will be resigning her assembly seat, which is going to lead to a special election for uh, representing the 77th district. And that kind of was going to be a conflict, right? When you're the department, when you're heading this huge county department that's getting a ton of state and federal dollars, there were some votes that she probably was just not going to be able to take because they're conflicts of interest. And then it, it gets into, well, if you can't take a lot of votes, are you really representing the people of Madison to the fullest extent? Well, weren't the Dems more concerned that just because of the margins, they just wanted every vote, every vote in the every person present and voting that they can get? Well, that's another thing here. Robin Voss, the Republican speaker, is just two votes away from being able to override a veto from Governor Evers. Now, that's very important because those two seats are the only thing that are preventing the Republicans from basically being able to pass whatever legislation they want. It'll be like we have a Republican governor, essentially. I'll tell you, though, this is a very hot topic among kind of local political circles, and it, and it drew a lot of scrutiny um, for Representative Stubbs. So. Well, it seems like Parisi kind of put it to rest. To give her this job as the Dane County Director of Human Services, uh, it still needs to be approved by the county board. So will all this back and forth um, hurt her chances? We will see. But I mean, it's it doesn't seem much of a contest. I mean, I know assembly members get paid, but come on, running the largest county department that has a lot of sway and a lot of impact on a lot of people for the county. I mean, that seems like a no brainer. <laughs> I pick the job that pays three times more. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I mean, and it's not not to say it's not a, it's definitely not an easy job, but doing both would be difficult. And can you really be an assembly person and have to recuse yourself on all these votes? I don't think so. Before we dive into any more news, hey, I found Bianca, and she wants to tell you about her weekend plans. What else was hot in the news this week that got people all riled up? Taxes are on people's minds because the assessment notices have gone out or hit mailboxes, and people are 
hitting the roof mad about the increased valuation of their homes and what that's going to do to their taxes. Today is the last day that you can actually correct the record, right? You know, they have this open book period where you can, if you think that your property was actually assessed an error, something about that, uh, your assessment is incorrect, like... They said you added on a addition to your house, but that was your neighbor or you know, something weird that you didn't do. You can you can correct it. Today's the last day. So you gotta email the city. Open book at citymadison.com will link to it. But if you actually are just in disagreement about the value of your property, so like Today's the day if you think, okay, they said we have three bedrooms. Nah, we have two bedrooms. Like something's wrong about the record. Okay. Today's the day. But if you actually are like, whoa, 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 they said my price of my house, my house is worth like 100K more than it was last year or something nutty. I don't know. If you disagree with them about that, you have until next week, till May 5th. Well, that's probably more likely to happen than them getting something just totally wrong, right? I don't know. People challenge things all the time. Everyone should challenge if they want, but I don't think they're going to be very successful. I mean, it is kind of astronomical how much housing prices have gone up. And I know someone, little teeny house on the Isthmus, it was 340000 last year, and it's 380000 this year. That's a huge jump, forty grand. Um, but when people are paying $20,000 more than the asking price, like it's all set by the market. Yeah, but here's the thing. Obviously, increased value of your home, of your asset is a good thing, right? But does it actually, do you feel that you benefit? Do you actually feel like you're benefiting from it if you're not in the market to sell? If you're not trying to borrow money against the value of your house and you're not trying to sell your house, all it's really doing is just giving you a higher tax bill. Which if you're on a fixed income, if you're planning for retirement, if you're someone that's Worried about that? I mean, shoot. I mean, I hear you. It's a big jump. It's a big jump all at once, right? Usually they try to tweak things kind of, you know, slowly over time. And so I think this is really another effect of the hot housing market that is shocking people. I get why people are shocked. I, An asset going up in value, I'm slightly unsympathetic to. But I hear you. Dylan, you just love the tax man. I'm not pro or against any of this. I just, uh, everyone is wondering, we have a hot housing market. We have a hot housing market. Well, yeah, of course they're going to go up. And I understand why people are shocked at how much it was, but the truth is people really shouldn't be surprised. Uh Uh-oh. Cynical journalist, man. Sure. What else were people shocked by this week? Our, Our dear senator? We don't normally talk about federal things too much, but this one is too good. Senior senator from Wisconsin, Ron Johnson. He used to be a denier of climate change. Well, he's come around, Molly. Not only does he think that climate change may in fact be real, but it could be beneficial. For Wisconsin. There you go. (laughs) He was very partisan about it. Yes, he was. So this was at a Senate budget hearing this week, and they, they were grilling an economics professor from the University of Chicago about a report he put that basically projected more deaths, global deaths per 100,000 people every year by 2,100. Man, that seems so far off, but it really isn't that far off. But Rojo, he found a silver lining. (laughs) Yes, he did. So, uh, you know, this is just one report, but it basically said 6.8 million people extra will die every year 
because of climate change. So seven million people a year. And he, but Ron Johnson found the silver lining because he's like, well, if you look at our state in your report, uh, since it will, the weather won't be as cold, and cold weather causes more death than uh, than hot weather. Then Wisconsin's looking pretty good here. I mean, he has a point. I I do have to say, I do favor mm, I, the warm weather. I mean, it sounds terrible to say, right? It sounds terrible to say, but it's like, man, if our winters didn't last six freaking months, if it was a little bit nicer here, maybe we went to zone six instead of zone five, we could grow more plants. I mean, I am all for that. Now, that is a terribly selfish thing to say, and I realize that because he kind of lost the context of the entire yeah. severity of the moment and yes, he did. the global death and destruction that would rain down. But you got to admit. <laughs> well, he also thinks this study is BS too. So he kind of was all over the place. So first he said the study was BS. And then he said, and if it is true, I think this is a good thing for the people of my state. Yeah. We need to have someone on to talk about climate change and how this is affecting things locally. Yeah. I mean, the heat index in Milwaukee is a big deal. And so it's not that we shouldn't make light that rising temperatures would, wouldn't affect anyone because it would. I mean, the UW has done that research. We know that. Look at the flooding, you know, that's happening in our state right now all along the Mississippi and the western border. We'll definitely dig into that. All I'm saying is if it was a little bit warmer, I would like that. I'm so sorry, but it's true. Well, all right. Keep burning keep burning that coal just to help it along, Molly, so you can have a few extra days of summer. I know. Am I a terrible person? I don't think so. But uh... <laughs> Dylan's like, I'm not answering that. <laughs> no. No, hey, okay. I mean, I just, come on. Our senior senator can do a little bit better. It's a, it's complicated here. You don't have to gloat. <laughs> yeah. Well, it does make me think about, man, the Great Lakes. I remember just reporting on the Great Lakes Compact way back when, and everyone was like, yeah, those Western states, they're going to come for our water. We got to protect it. We got to lock it down. And all the Western states were like, what are you even talking about? But, you know. Hasn't really been tested yet. What will we defend ourselves with? Nunchucks. <laughs> Not in the city of Madison, Molly. So nunchucks. Did you know that the city banned nunchucks? No. Do you have illegal nunchucks in your house right now? You don't have to answer that. Just Not throwing stars. Of an attorney. Apparently this was a thing that a lot of cities did back in the 70s. During the great <laughs> nunchuck scare of the 1970s. <laughs> Oh, when, but... when Kung Fu was king. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I guess they thought it, they, it would be, you know, people would be overtaking the streets and street fighting with nunchucks. So, yeah, apparently there was a little known ban on the books. And remember when we talked to Grant Foster, the yeah. former city alder, about his, uh, his quest to clean up the books of the Madison laws? Well... Someone has taken up the torch. Other people are running with it. Apparently, a constituent found this ban and brought it to the attention of another alder who took it to the city council and was like, hey, why do we have this weird old law and can we get rid of it? The council looked looked poised to do it. 
All right. Well, cleaning things <laughs> up. I think there's a state law that kind of regulates this stuff, right? Isn't that how it? Well, they have a weapons. They yeah, it falls under a different ordinance that that basically regulates weapons. So basically, there was just no need to single out nunchucks and have a specific law. It's not that the city is pro hurting people with nunchucks. It's just that they don't feel the need to call it out with a specific city ordinance. Well, we're all for cleaning things up, aren't we? <laughs> Glad we cleared that one up. So, Molly, you know that uh, I you know, I was a reporter in town, still a little bit of that. Um, but there, the, today I want to do something I've never done before, and that is become an activist. Is that, mm-hmm. o- is that okay? Snort. You're my snicker. boss. I've started a petition, okay, and I need people to sign it because there is something that's been going on behind the scenes that people really haven't noticed. And uh, it's that in 2010, the Madison Parking Utility quietly, without authorization of the mayor or common council, started calling parking ramps, which is what we call them here, They made an effort to get rid of that word ramp in favor of garage because it was confusing to tourists. Now, I did not know it was confusing. I always thought when you, you know, everyone knows what a multi-level parking structure looks like. That to me has always been a ramp. Ramps are tasty. I really love to eat ramps. I thought that's what you were talking about. That'd be way cooler. I'm not, how, why are you not outraged that we are trying to scrub this unique oddity of Madison from our vocabulary? What? I'm using this podcast (laughs) to both inform people that A, the Madison Parking Utility changed the name of parking ramps to parking garages years ago, and they shouldn't have gotten away with it. And two, in case you didn't know, they're called parking ramps. And what about decks? Parking decks. This isn't a contest to rename them. We already have the name. It goes back decades. The university calls them ramps. Dane County calls them ramps. Private parking providers call them ramps. It's only the Madison Parking Utility that 13 years ago decided, hey, we're not going to do that anymore. We're going to call them garages. I mean, Dylan, what's stopping you from just calling them whatever you want to call them? It's about if they continue to use this in all official city business, using the word garage, then it will slowly be erased. That's the whole point of getting rid of the terminology in in terms of city business. They want to erase this. And to be honest, it's not working. But I worry over generations it will. I feel like... We need to phone a friend. I feel like we need like an outside take on this situation because clearly you're very passionate. Clearly, I could care not to wit. But I wonder, is this actually unique to Madison? Is this actually something that feels like it's part of our essential city character? Yeah, let's ask uh, our... Our producer, Lizzie Goldsmith, who is filling in because Bianca's out this week, but she's not from Madison. I'd be happy to ask her thoughts about this. Yeah, let's call up Lizzie. Hey, Lizzie, are you there? Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so you, you've heard a little bit of uh, uh, my impassioned argument and, and Molly's complete lack of interest in this <laughs> subject whatsoever. I don't want to bias you either way, but how, how do you see things? <laughs> You're an audio producer who works with cities. You know a lot about city politics, city goings on. I mean, is this really a thing that I, is unique to Madison? I yeah. So I mean, as you know, I, I don't I don't live in Madison, so my perspective 
is different. Um, but I think I probably fall somewhere in the middle where like, I don't know. I just, I love things that are like special to your city and your region that like, let's keep them if possible. And yeah, I don't know. Like I, I have never heard the terminology of parking ramps. Um, and, but Hey, if that's like a Madison thing, if that's like a Wisconsin Dane County thing, like, yeah, all for it. Like I probably, if it was me there, I probably wouldn't like get super up in arms about, you know, like I'll, I'd like sign something or whatever, but like, I don't know. I don't know if it would be my like meaning in life. (laughs) Okay. Let's Um, say you are visiting Madison because the whole reason why they changed it was like, nobody knows what a parking ramp is. Would you be confused? Um, if you know, it's next to the huge P and the thing that looks like a parking ramp, like, would you be confused if it had the word ramp instead of garage on it? I don't think so. That's what I'm saying. What this this doesn't even solve the intended problem. People can figure it out. Why are we just why are we being all bland? Leading question, Your Honor. That was that was a leading question. <laughs> I guess that would be the only thing is like, wait, a parking ramp. Is this taking me to to the parking area garage? or is this the parking area? Yeah, garage. <laughs> That's what Bianca said. Bianca's like, you drive up the ramp to get into the garage. I don't know. I could see both sides, but yeah, I don't You're know if I nice. saw. Well, we want to know. I, I, I'll just tell you, I plan on, we're, this is now in circulation. We'll provide a link in the show notes. And I have uh, a longtime serving alder who is ready to sign as well as a former mayor. So it's not just me who cares about this. Former issue. mayor. How about a current mayor? <laughs> I bet you we can persuade her as well. I feel like this is maybe this is an interview that needs to happen. I'd listen. Dylan versus the parking utility. Well, the person who made the decision now lives in Florida and has I've, I've been unable to contact him, but they're sticking by <laughs> it at the Madison already... Parking Utility. No, I've been studying this for You've years, Molly. This is it. I didn't I didn't just come upon this. This is a years in the making, and something needs to be done about it. All right. Well, well, Lizzie, uh, on that note, <laughs> Lizzie Goldsmith, thank you so much for helping us out this week. Uh, we couldn't have done it without you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for siding with me and not Molly. I appreciate that. <laughs> we may disagree on this, Molly, but thank you for joining us on the Roundup and, and talking about the news with me. Happy to talk about all the things that matter and also parking garages. <laughs> Ramps. Have a, just one insult out the door. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. Bianca Martini is your host. We're produced by Molly Stentz and me, Dylan Brogan. Special thanks to producer Lizzie Goldsmith for helping us out this week. Our theme music is by Carl Christensen. If you enjoyed today's show, why not tell the Madison parking utility that they may take our quarters, but they'll never take our ramps. You can also get more news delivered right to your inbox from our friends at Madison Minutes. We'll be back Monday morning with more news from around the city. See you then. Over and out. might city cast the first stone. That makes no sense. Biblical reference.